From self-help books to meditation, we work hard to find peace of mind. Xfinity Home helps you rest easy with a total home security solution. Installed by experts and powered by secure and reliable Xfinity Wi-Fi, you'll get 24-7 professional monitoring with fast response times and real-time alerts, like when doors and windows are opened. Rest easier with Xfinity Home. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash home security. Restrictions apply. Residential customers only. Requires compatible high-speed internet. Professional installation required. The Oracle Network. Look deeper. Due to the mature content of this program, listener discretion is advised. Tuning back into the depth of darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts. I'm Mandy, and I'm retired Major Hugh Jess, coming at you in your face. <laughs> and we have a special guest today. Let's welcome Crystal. Crystal, it's me. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. We have a very special guest today, Crystal, from the podcast Horror Nights In. If you guys haven't checked her out, definitely do so. Links down below. So, yeah, we've got a guest. It's our first guest, so welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, yay! I'm so excited. This is an, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Glad to have you. Oh, yeah. Fill in the blanks. Heck yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to be coming at you with another horror movie review. We know you guys love those. And part of our horror movie night segment... We're Hugh, mainly Hugh, but me too. Mm -hmm. We like to break down some of the best and worst parts of movies, old and new, and then give you our honest opinions on them. Because that's what you guys want. You want honesty, right? Sometimes. Yes. Today is an especially, especially special episode. (laughs) Because as I mentioned, we've got a special guest. It's not just Hugh Jass and myself, but we also have Crystal from Horror Nights in Podcast. I should have given myself a stage name. I didn't even think (laughs) about doing that. I could have been so creative. But I mean, honestly, though, like Crystal, I feel like it goes with the theme anyway. Because of like Friday the 13th and Camp Crystal Lake. But that is my real government name. So (laughs) You could have that sign and it would be totally fitting, you know, in your house if you don't already. Camp Crystal Lake. Um, I I don't have that yet. Um, I should get it. I definitely have a lot of Friday the Thirteenth stuff though. Yes. So, but and I also was born on November thirteenth, and this year my birthday is on Friday the thirteenth. So I don't know oh, what's that's better awesome. for my brand than that. <laughs> you should be doing a special episode for that, like in honor of Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, yeah. like, it's my birthday. I should. You're and... right. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's a, no, that's a good idea. I should try. I should do that. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> 
Heck yeah. So if you guys haven't uh, noticed by our title, it's a very, very classic special movie that we're doing today. Very classic. And that is none other than The Exorcist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so crazy. I haven't even I was I was telling Mandy before when we were talking in the DMs that I've never I've never covered this film before. So mm-hmm. I don't know why I just never did. Yeah, I kind of put it off, too. And then Mandy started talking about doing a three way so to speak. And, uh, yeah, for other words. We, we thought we'd just put it off for a little while and make it extra special. And here you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Alrighty. So to start off, what we wanted to do, since we have a honorary guest for this episode, we're going to have Crystal go over the overview of the plot, and then we'll be sure to give you our opinions on the movie afterwards. But I mean, I'm sure most of you already know this is a good movie. I'm sure you want to know our opinions still. Maybe. I know we matter. (laughs) Subway. There are some people who actually don't like this stuff, which is bonkers to me. But we can talk about that later. (laughs) Yeah. The hell's wrong with them? (laughs) But on that note, take it away, Crystal. All right. So I'm just going to talk about the plot. A lot of you guys probably already know the plot, but just to refresh your memory, the film centers on a young Reagan who starts acting odd. She's levitating. She's speaking in tongues and her worried mother seeks medical help only to hit a dead end. A local priest, however, thinks the girl may be seized by the devil. Mm. The priest makes a request to perform an exorcism and the church sends in an expert to help with the difficult job. Of course, we all know what happens in this film. Uh, The film does, of course, uh, star the legendary Linda Blair. There's also Jason Miller. There's her mother, who's Ellen Bernstein, who's one of my favorites. And, of course, Max Van (laughs) Saido. It was released in 1973. And, of course, it was directed by William Friedkin. And the film also won two Oscars, which I think is pretty iconic considering it is considered a horror film because mm-hmm. we don't really get the recognition that we deserve when it comes to Hollywood. Right. <laughs> Hereditary, <laughs> Midsommar, <laughs> all of the above, <laughs> everything Jordan Peele has done. <laughs> um, so the film also has four sequels. Mm-hmm. It has The Exorcist 2, The Exorcist 3, there's also Exorcist the Beginning, and then the fourth one was actually a prequel to The Exorcist. There is also the theatrical reboot of The Exorcist, it was scheduled uh there's actually there's a new one that's coming out it's scheduled to be released in 2021 which i didn't know until i started doing my research Mm. um by morgan creek entertainment and then of course warner brothers they also released the 12 extra never before seen footage one of which is of course the infamous spider scene that was in the book but it was taken out of the original 1973 film because the harness strings could actually be seen when you were viewing the film Mm -hmm. but of course with advancements in digital editing it was able to be fixed so what i find interesting is that friedkin actually didn't consider this film as horror but more of a mystery of the faith and how it affects people also interesting enough which i didn't tell mandy about this because i wanted to say it now the documentary leap of faith centering around the making of the exorcist is actually set to hit shutter november 19th so i don't know if it was like the 
the universe or whatever was happening, but this is perfect timing for this episode. Like, yes. Awesome. Yeah. I found that out in the research and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And also, uh, it's going to be centering mostly on Friedkin. So nice. you would really yes. enjoy that. Um, they're also, yeah, uh, there's also a lot of strange and eerie things while on the set of the 1973 film, which I know a lot of horror fans already know about, but Ellen Bernstein actually suffered from a permanent spine injury. Mm. There were nine deaths. Linda Blair actually had a mental breakdown Mm -hmm. after filming. And of course, I don't know if you guys are familiar when they showed the film in Rome, the theater was located in between two churches. And as the film was playing, lightning struck uh, the cross structure on top of one of the churches and it fell and fell onto the street. Oh, geez. So there are a lot of spooky things that happen centered around this film. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty much an overview of the plot and some extra things in there for you, too, to make it interesting. Yeah, I love all those little extra tidbits where we learn about Mm -hmm. behind the scenes, like... Because there's, I mean, it's notorious that hauntings happen on movie sets. I think we actually did a episode on that right here. Maybe. Like... I feel like we did. Three or four shows ago, I think. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Not haunted set, it was haunted dolls. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I always like hearing about, you know, where there's hauntings or really creepy stuff that happens on movie sets especially when it has to do with possession mm-hmm. or demons or anything it just adds to the creepiness of the movie mm-hmm. it's like ugh. <laughs> kind of like with the- yeah there was one yeah sorry there was one documentary do you guys do you remember the film the haunting in connecticut oh yeah Yes. So it was obviously based on true events. And this just popped into my head. Now I was watching a documentary, believe it's on YouTube. You can find it and just watch it for free. And they were interviewing the mother and there were things going on behind her. Like things kept falling during the interview and they, they left it all in there (laughs) and it's so creepy. They're like, you don't think it's haunted. Just watch this video. (laughs) It proves it right there. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the Amityville Horror, that's another notorious one that Mm -hmm. had issues. Obviously, this one, as you mentioned. um, Poltergeist. Yes, Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Poltergeist. Yeah, there's there's so many different ones that have had crazy things happen Mm -hmm. while recording. I'm not surprised. Hello, you're dabbling (laughs) in things that shouldn't be dabbled in. But, I mean, we also get really (laughs) good films out of it. But for the most part, like, the things that happen on set, very scary. I would if I was ever in a in a horror film that had to do with like possession by the devil or something demonic, I'd be like, I'm gonna bring my priest, like a priest with me on set Some holy to water. like douse me in holy yeah. water. <laughs> Any anytime that I would have to do a scene like that, like I would be like, Okay, douse me in holy water. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is. It's a creepy thing. Uh and the whole story of the exorcist is uh it's amazing how it starts. Linda Blair comes across as this cute little kid. And at the end, she's cute again. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of the reason but I like that throughout most of yeah, the film. That might be, yeah, that might be the, the reason I like the beginning and the end the best. And mm-hmm. that during the movie, she becomes this disgusting little, uh, I don't know. It's very hard to define. Cretan? Yeah. It's, child. <laughs> she doesn't seem like a child at all. She seems just like this entity that's getting more and more disgusting as the movie goes on. And mm-hmm. I don't know how else to phrase it. When you see it, if you haven't seen it, you'll, you'll understand. Uh, yeah. The book, I read the book a long time ago mm-hmm. and uh, 
it's pretty faithful to the book. There are a little, a few more disgusting things in the book. Yeah. That uh, you don't really get a sense of when you watch the movie, the original movie, thankfully. You know what I mean? Yeah. The crucifix scene and stuff like that. Ugh. Yeah, it goes beyond uh, what we need to know. Yeah. But yeah. It, it is it is my kind of like favorite of all these types of movies, of the horror movies. And uh, uh, it's not really a horror movie as much as it's, uh, oh, I don't know, just like an event, like this landmark film that just <laughs> totally destroys your life. Scares the crap out of you. <laughs> I feel like it's like in a, I feel like it's in a category all of its own. I mean, of Mm -hmm. course, a lot of people say it's Mm -hmm. a horror film, but like when you say the exorcist, you're like, Oh God, that film, like, like, you know, like people will think of a scene when you say that their mind will go directly to a scene and they'll be like, yeah, that movie scared. And they'll change the the subject right away. The stare scene. Where she's climbing down backwards. The, the stairs scene. I remember when Warner Brothers released that, and that was one of the clips that they put in their like advertisement, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, what was that? And I'm like, well, it was in the book. But yeah, it's much scarier to see it when it's actually brought <laughs> mm-hmm. to life. Yeah. Because it is so traumatizing. I remember this funny story. My grandmother, I love her so much. She is an avid reader, and she loves reading scary stuff but it scares her <laughs> and she was reading the exorcist when it when it was when you know before it was turned into a feature film and she got to the spider scene and she threw the book across the room and wouldn't finish it <laughs> oh <laughs> nope not having that nope 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 <laughs> yeah she was like no so yeah but i agree with you the 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 book is very intense but it's good right. it's intense but it's good i, mm-hmm. I think there was something wrong yeah. with Blatty, the author Mm-hmm. I think he had some mm-hmm. sort of a weird life or something. And uh, I don't know. I know this was supposedly based at least loosely on an actual event. Yes. I, I'm, I don't know if all these weird things happened. I would imagine some of them did because they're just so weird. You wouldn't have made them up at that point in time. Nowadays, people make up the weirdest stuff. But <laughs> back in the 70s, yeah. late 60s and 70s, it's, making up stuff like this is... You know, it's hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not likely. So, so I would imagine a lot of it's true and really happened, and that's even more disturbing. Yeah, this. Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry, go I, ahead. I did a. <laughs> no, it's a it's, yeah, sorry. I did a video on it recently, and I may be getting my backstories incorrect, but I'm pretty sure that there was a young boy in a hospital. I think he was 12 years old, and Friedkin was reading about mm-hmm. it or something, and he went through an exorcism, and the little boy actually died, I believe. Oh. And I think that's where I think it's that's what it's based on. I could be wrong though, but. I'm pretty sure that's what I can remember. And to be honest, I was a kid when that movie came out and uh, I had never even heard the word exorcist or exorcism. And uh, the the one thing I could tell you about that time is a lot of people lined up, you know, 200 feet deep to watch this movie. Yeah. They'd they'd be there at the seven o'clock showing just to wait for the nine o'clock showing, you know. Wow. (laughs) It was, it was pretty weird. And people coming out of the theater, throwing up and stuff. And yeah, remember making fun of them and, you know, 
stuff like that. But chance. Well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. in the in and during that time, no one had really made a film like this before. No. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, audience members that it said that they fainted, and some even needed like psychiatric care after that. Wow. And it's funny though, and I and I talked to a lot of younger horror fans in like their twenties, and no offense. To anyone in their 20s <laughs> but they're so desensitized to horror because obviously look at the world right. around us right now mm-hmm. but i try to tell them like they'll watch the exorcist and they'll say oh it wasn't really that scary they'll watch halloween say, eh, it's not really that scary <laughs> and i was just like but you have to remember the time when it came out mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s nobody was talking about like babysitter killers and things like that nobody was talking about demons and exorcism and things like that and i and i try to tell them i'm like remember when like paranormal activity came out and everybody was so freaked out it's because they hadn't seen something like that other than like the blair witch project before that like remember Mm -hmm. how everyone was really scared when those films came out and i I, I attribute that (laughs) to how people felt when they were in the 60s and the 70s. It's the same thing. Nowadays, of course, we have films like, you know, Hostel and Saw and (laughs) all those kinds of things. So it's a little bit different uh, category than, you know, the true authentic horror. But, you know, I always try to tell people, like, The Exorcist may not seem scary to you, but imagine what that would be like being in theaters, right, you know, in the 60s and the 70s. Like, you you don't see stuff like that. Yeah, the one scene that always got me, and I mean, I was fairly young when I first saw it. I don't even know how old I was. I I don't even, I'm not even going to (laughs) guess. I was a kid and it was on TV and I had clicked on the TV and the scene that it was on was where she was getting thrown up and down on the bed and then she falls down in the bed and makes like a like sound. And I remember I was like, ah, (laughs) I can't handle it. So I clicked it off again and I was just like, I can't, I tried, I can't do it. Yeah, so. even did you guys ever watch The Exorcist, the TV series that was on Fox? No, I never saw that. Mm-mm. I haven't. No, that was good. That series was so good and scary. Like it was so scary. I remember it used to. I think it used to come out on like Friday nights. So Saturday nights is when I could stream it, mm-hmm. and I would watch it after work. And I would bartend on the weekends, so it'd be really late, and I would watch it, like, in my room with the lights off, and I just remember, like, there was this one scene, and I was just like, all right, we're not watching this anymore with the lights off. It was very scary and very well done. I do recommend it if you haven't checked it out. The second season was, it was all right. It was good, but the first season is definitely the best. I'll I'll look that up. I'm going to check that one out. I'll look that up. Yeah. I'll find a link for it and leave it down below too. If anybody else wants yeah, to check I think, it out. I know that it, I think it was on Hulu for a little bit. It might still be on Hulu, but cool. yeah, if you like the exorcist and you like all that stuff, because Linda Blair, or I'm sorry, Ellen Burnson actually um, makes an appearance, I believe. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah. That's her mm-hmm. in the, in the series. So it's actually really cool to see. Yeah. She was great. I have to check yeah, that Ellen out. Burstyn. Mm-hmm. She's, she's just, mm-hmm. you know, the, Hyper freaked out mom. She was perfect for that. And I can't say enough about the cast. Jason Miller, Max von Sydow is like one of my favorite actors of all time. You just can't, you can't tell people enough how well cast this movie was. And, uh, right. It's, it's hard for me to describe it. That's, you know, that's the one thing about it that's, you can't really fit it into the genre of just horror. Yeah. And, uh, it's unique, you know, cause it's the religious connection, uh, the historical 
beliefs about exorcism and it's just it's something you gotta see Mm -hmm. if you haven't if they haven't already (laughs) yeah i was reading another article too about how friedkin wanted the cast to be relatively unknown there were a lot of different people who up who were up for the different parts but he strictly wanted to keep it you know, unknown so that people would go in without these preconceived notions about the Mm -hmm. actors and have it be completely authentic so that you could truly believe that this was real. Because I know for a lot of people, if you see someone in one film or a TV show or something and you see them in something else, you, it kind of pulls you out of the movie a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I think that was such a good move to not have these big stars from the sixties and the seventies be in this film and not saying that they weren't established before that, but this film pretty much catapulted them into, I mean, everybody knows Linda Blair now <laughs> mm-hmm. as, you know, Reagan and things like that. And they know the priests and anytime you see them, you'd be like, oh, that's Father Marin. He yeah. was in The Exorcist. <laughs> so it was a good, it was a good choice on his part to keep it relatively unknown. Just like, you know, just like in like the Blair Witch Project or something like that and mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity. Like you don't, you don't know any of these people were before you started watching it. Right. So it felt like it was more real. <laughs> and that's what, that's what I really like about how filmmakers do that is they don't pull from the same kind of people not saying anything you know against like insidious or the conjuring but yeah, you, well, know you can I mean. tell like when they <laughs> yeah when they did the sequels to exorcist you know when they had like burton or or george c scott it lost a lot mm-hmm. of oomph mm-hmm. it wasn't the same quality at all so you're exactly right and yeah i just uh once again <laughs> it was, it's my favorite friedkin film i rate it just ahead of the french connection and uh, To Live and Die in L.A., those are my three favorites that he made. Uh, boy, this one stands alone way, way at the top. So, What's your uh, your stinkometer on this one, Hugh? We got to know. I got to give it four farts. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I got it to work. <laughs> yeah. Slowly but surely, the farts are in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. All right. There you go, everybody. You've got our honest reviews on it. I mean, this movie's really good. If you haven't seen it, shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. Go You're look at it. 40 years it. late. Go watch it, you know? 45, 50 years late. Yeah, just, just wow. a little bit behind. <laughs> Time's just passing us by. I know. I, I would be interested to see what they're going to be doing for this new one. If that's true, it's from Wikipedia, mm-hmm. so you never know. Yeah. But I'd be curious to see what they're going to do with the 2021 film. It doesn't, there really wasn't a lot of details on it. I couldn't really find anything mm-hmm. except for that it was just home to be released next year by Morgan Creek Entertainment. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Check we'll see. Out. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Maybe we can come back here and make another review on that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what they're going to do, because like I said, I couldn't really find much information on it, but I really feel like The Exorcist is sort of untouchable. Right. I know that there are right. a lot of other films that, you know, revolve around exorcism, like The Exorcism Emily Rose and things like that, mm-hmm. and there's so many films out there that have to do with demonic mm-hmm. possession, but to... I don't know. I'd be curious to see if they're going to try and do the same thing. You kind of no. can't mm-hmm. when it comes to a film like this. It's sort of, like I said, it's it's untouchable. So, yeah. Well, let's make a pact that if they make a bad one, we come back here and trash it. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. If that's, like I said, it's from Wikipedia, so we'll see how true it really yeah. is. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
see, I'm going back to my uh, notes here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm like trying to read it as I'm going. Um, but yeah, I mean, based on that, that's that's our reviews for it, guys. One thing I did want to mention real quick, Hugh knows, well, Hugh, you might not know about it. I might have not told you yet, but definitely, Crystal, you know about it because you couldn't find me on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any of you listening, if you guys follow us on Instagram, you might have noticed that our original page is non-existent. Where did it go? Where did it go? I don't know. <laughs> it Out of nowhere, it just got removed from Instagram. And I'm I'm honestly seriously pissed about it. And seriously? Yeah. You reach out and you're like, where, where's, where, where is it? <laughs> I was Twitter. really confused. I was really confused because I was like, what's going on? Yeah. If you try and look up DOD underscore POD, it says user not found. And I didn't do anything to violate their terms or conditions. I was abiding by all the rules. And I didn't post nudity or profanity or anything like that. If it wasn't my work, I clearly posted that. You know, I said, if this is your work, DM us for credit. I would give proper uh, proper credit where it's due. But what I heard, and now I know since you do horror movie reviews, you're all about horror, Crystal. Be careful with using the hashtag horror or anything with horror in it, like horror movies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends sent that to me, and she's like, look at this. Anything with the word horror in it is deemed, like, it, it could promote. <laughs> That's literally yeah. my name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Horror nights in, but damn it, <laughs> they're they're saying that yeah they're saying it promotes like suicidal thoughts on people. Apparently, it promotes that. Oh it's gosh. like what the hell are they trying to what? <laughs> you know, people are getting really wussy over this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of though. Is yeah, I had a ton of hashtags with horror in it, but it's like what else could have caused it unless somebody hacked it and shut it down, which I'm looking into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but That's so annoying and like Instagram doesn't care either because it's don't. not like you have like a thousand million followers, you know? Like they wouldn't uh, even care if my account was taken down. Yeah, yeah, even the big name ones, they're saying that businesses are the ones getting hit, so like podcasters, people on YouTube, if they have an Instagram account, it's people who have a business and they use it as a platform to promote that. They're the ones getting hit. It's not just your general day-to-day users right it's it's more of the people oh who use God. it for their business and it's like that's totally unethical <laughs> like i'm so mad about it's it tied to facebook isn't it instagram yep yeah, yeah i have a problem with facebook so uh, but the, the thing that bothers me the most is i did have it connected to facebook and then i canceled our facebook could do to obvious reasons yeah and then now it, i can't even reopen it through facebook because i closed the facebook <laughs> <laughs> so oh no see i don't have a face i don't have a facebook for my brand so yeah. I, i'm not i don't know that's so strange i would be devastated yeah devastated for sure and i was i literally cried i was so upset but i mean i did create mm-hmm. a second Secondary one, DOD underscore pod two. <laughs> same thing. But I mean, you know, I'm reposting a lot of the same images, but I feel weird doing that because a lot of people have already seen them. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, anybody who's listening who doesn't follow us on Instagram, you can just ignore what I'm talking about. But be careful mm-hmm. using those hashtag horror hashtags. Because oh <laughs> apparently they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people getting taken down, even if it's not for horror, just certain hashtags that weren't banned before. Because that's the that's another thing. I know I'm going on a tangent here, but you know, social media. No, it's interesting. <laughs> I need to know. It's horrifying. It's very Orwellian. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, there's a lot of hashtags that are banned and I followed that. I made sure I didn't include any of those, but horror wasn't on it. It's just recently added. So it's like you literally have to check every day what hashtag is being added or you might have one and they might cancel your account without any notice. They didn't give me notice. They didn't give me a warning. They just out of nowhere 
deleted it because I, I had just posted something, right? And the app was like glitching. It wasn't letting me do anything. So I closed out of it. And when I reopened it, it said, you're logged out. I tried logging back in. Oh my God. It wouldn't let me. Yeah. When I tried to like you, it wouldn't, it said no user found. This username does not exist. It wouldn't connect to my email or anything. So then I tried my phone number, which was connected to it as well, and it sent it to somebody else's email. So it thinks either it's confusing my username with someone else's because there's somebody with a similar one, but it's a little different, mm. or somebody hacked it. So I'm definitely having that looked into because I'm not happy about that. Don't hack my shit, man. <laughs> yeah, right? Who's on your hacking horror podcast Instagrams? Yeah. Like, we're just trying to they're just trying to have a side project. Like we're not yeah, hurting anybody. Man. They got offended by huge ass all up in their face. <laughs> Shut That's it down. their problem. But, uh, yeah, tangent aside, I just wanted to put that out there. Anybody who's following us, don't worry. We didn't close it with our, you know, on our own. It was closed without our warning, without our, uh, what's the word I'm thinking permission. of? It was closed without our, <laughs> yeah, without our permission, and I'm pissed. So uh, if you were following us, go follow DOD underscore POD number two, Let the, the number two. I'll leave it down below so you can see it. You bet. <laughs> but with that said, everybody, now it's time to dive deep into some of those closing statements. So buckle up. If you enjoy our show and want to help us spread that dark cheer all around, then please share our episodes with your family and friends through social media or in person. Whatever way you spread the love, it's much appreciated. So go get on it. Also, if you haven't already, head on over to Apple iTunes and leave us a review to show us how awesome we are. We know we are, but, you know, yeah. we love hearing it even more because we're special. Because so. we're strange. <laughs> and, yeah, to top it off, anybody who leaves us a five-star rating and review will be sending out some more of those Depth of Darkness stickers. So you definitely don't want to miss on that action. The sticker giveaway will be going on for quite a while, so definitely take advantage of it while you can. Give us some love iTunes or wherever you can leave that review. We'll give you love back with that DOD sticker. You bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. And to top it all off, if you want to go even deeper down the rabbit hole with us, then definitely give our Patreon a look. Our patrons get weekly bonus content, shout-outs, merch, and a whole bunch more of exclusive goodies that you won't get anywhere else. So if you love a whole bunch of extra huge ass all up in your face, then you're going to love our Patreon. Hell, yeah. <laughs> link down below in the description box, so go and give it a look. And join us into that dark abyss. Bringing the cheese. Bring that cheese all up in your face. <laughs> all right. So we we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I wanted to give another huge thanks to Crystal for joining us for this movie review. Thanks, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. It was, it was awesome. Thank you so much. I We can definitely oh, yeah. guest again. Yes. Um, you guys have to come on to the podcast as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll, make, we'll make a semi-date to come back and trash that new Exorcist. Yeah, Because you know it's going to be bad. Yes. You just, you just know <laughs> it. suck. But, yeah, if you guys haven't heard of her podcast yet, again, it's Horror Nights In. She also has a YouTube. So if you don't mind, I'm going to leave all that down for them. If they want to check out your YouTube channel, your socials, we'll include that all. Get all that action going on dark love <laughs> so everybody go show crystal some dark love go on get on it you're bad yes <laughs> and on that note that's all for today folks we thank you again for tuning in and until next time bye, bye. see ya <laughs> oh, i didn't cover you up there sorry <laughs> <laughs> you're just like see ya these rude <laughs>
Every life has a story, and every story an ending. But he died one reason or another, and now they have this body that they're hiding. But not all endings are happy. And was given a severe beating, including having his head bashed into the floor repeatedly until he was semi-conscious. I'm Devil Dan. Won't you join us as we walk through the blue side of the mountain? Blue Side of the Mountain can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app.